0: Hey, what's up, you guys? It's been a while. Kind of had my ups and downs recently. Um, So yeah, let's uh, go ahead with this episode, which I guess is kind of just... uh, It's kind of just a rant episode, just warning you. Um, Titled, To Be Determined. (laughs) Um, But I guess the gist of it is... How awful bpd is ppd <laughs> uh, bpd is in terms of like dependence on people so i guess after this quick little ad um, we'll go ahead get started you can listen to me rant hopefully you relate to some of it um and hopefully at the end <laughs> um, my i think when i rant So hopefully at the end, I'll be able to think of, you know, stuff that can help us. Um, Yeah, so just stay tuned. Uh, Just a little uh, ad right after this. See y'alls. So, yeah, let's get started. Why is it that we have to be so dependent on people? And I'm going to say right now, I'm so sorry if I curse. I'm going to try not to get emotional. Um, but yeah, um, just giving a heads up, I'm probably not going to curse at all. Because again, I'm trying to keep this open for all audiences. Um, but yeah, let's get started. I was, I know, I did the number one thing, you never, and when you're trying to get over an accident, you never save anything get rid of it all, block them out of your memory, at least that's what people say, but you know, I didn't, it's been, I don't know, maybe nine months now, and, um, you know, I'm, I'm over them, like, for the general notion of over them, like, I, of course, like, everyone has their moments where I miss them, but... I recently had a little blip, I guess, Um, yesterday, actually. Um, Like, they actually ended up texting me out of the blue, out of nowhere, and I was fine after that. I was fine during it. I was fine for the whole month of, like, after my birthday. It was like, I had an epiphany. It was just like, you know what? F it. F it all. See what I did there. (laughs) Haha. Yeah. No cursing. Um, I don't need people. I don't need to be cared about. I don't need it. And you know what? That's a lie you know, that I've been telling myself recently. And, you know, it was great feeling free for a little bit. I downloaded Tinder. Of course, I never actually, like, got to do anything with it because I'm awkward and I'm not really in it for um doing anything i'm i'm more in it for the companionship and stuff like that but you know it us as human beings yearn to be with someone else um to have a companion someone to talk to and you know what maybe it's different for um like certain mental illnesses where you don't need that then you know what that's their own struggle they have their own feelings, and a lot of people are like, "Oh, they're psychopaths, sociopath. That's so bad." You know what? They're just mental illnesses. And I know, I know a a psychopath, and uh, they're a narcissist, antisocial, uh, personality disorder, and they, um, they're trying to break the the cycle of what made them that way. Uh, you know, makes genetics and upbringing and trauma and all that they're breaking the cycle they're doing the best they can they can and you know what that's all we can do too but anyway sorry i'm i'm gonna get off that little tangent there but um my friend once told me that and and she's so right uh, we as humans yearn for that companionship we are not solitary mammals we're not like big cats uh they the parent raises them up to the age of like nine months, I think it is. Um, and they go out by themselves. It's not like that for us humans. It'd be so much easier if it was, wouldn't it? Um, we we get attachments, especially with BPD. Alright, let's we'll, we'll forget about humans because, you know, I, I'm generalizing when I say humans. Also with BPD, we, we have that attachment. We have, oh my gosh, we have the worst attachment style. I don't know. It's not an attachment style in itself. I guess it's anxious attachment style, but it's like extra. It's BPD attachment, and it's just awful. Um, But it is normal to yearn for that companionship. And what really sucks about having that with BPD, at least for me, again, everybody's BPD is different for me, is that I will do anything for that person. I'm a people pleaser. My, you know, again, maybe I'll do another episode on my life, but it's just full of complications. It's not exactly an awful life, but it's just weird. And it's not normal. And it caused a lot of different ways of thinking that developed into BPD. And it's just a mess, really. Um so I will do anything to please a person for them to stay I would I'm very diplomatic that's actually uh, one of my curses like it sounds all right but no I I don't know how to say no I don't know how to set boundaries very well I'm, I'm not that person that's not how I was raised and it, you know it's it's been a curse really but I digress um Again, I don't know how it is with you other, BPD, BPDers, um, but that's how it is for me. I'm a people pleaser. So, I guess what I'm trying to say is, we depend on people, and we people please so they won't go. We won't. That's why it's like we're so we attract narcissists because we'll do anything for them, to stay. Um... And yeah, I I managed, I got called uh, a narcissist, which again, there's nothing wrong with being a narcissist. Just find help. Like BPD. Awful. Find help. But anyway, I got called a narcissist and I got called that I didn't care for that other person. That other person being my ex, of course. Um, But, you know, other situations, my my mentor, I looked up to this person so much ever since I was young, and they ended up unfollowing me, which I guess is the new I don't want to be friends with you type of thing in this day and age. They ended up unfollowing me on all social media, um they set boundaries with me, which I mean is good. You should set boundaries with me, but that's another BPD thing. When it feels, when people set boundaries with us, a lot of times we take it personally as an attack and I did as well. So when they first, they first set boundaries with me, um, because they have a lot of issues themselves. I was like, okay. I mean, I was really upset. Of course I cried about it. I got emotional about it. I was angry for a while. Then my head cleared. and I was like, okay, they're just setting boundaries, right? There were no more texts between us. There was nothing between us. It was awful. And then I went away for a bit. I decided to escape. I went to Africa. On the plane, I re-downloaded Instagram and saw that they unfollowed me on everything. And for me, actions speak louder than words. So that action of unfriending me, and they, of all people, knew that I had deleted Instagram because I didn't want to rant anymore. I didn't want to bother people anymore. Um, so they knew I wasn't on there, and uh um when I confronted her about it, uh, she just said that it was because she couldn't deal with my post, but I wasn't posting, so it was just I'm just tired of being lied to really, but anyway, um that's one thing uh that happened, and then my my friend oh my best friend over, I don't know, ever since first grade, it's been a while, they ended up, um, choosing me over my roommate, or they chose my roommate over me, um, because they were getting certain pleasures out of it. I think. Again, I'm not really sure. They just kind of said, I can't continue this friendship with you anymore. You're aggressive, unstable, and you're not the person I know anymore. And that hit hard. I had done nothing wrong to them. And you know what they did? Oh, this really, really got to me. I arrived home from work one day and she was there hanging out with my roommate. Um, I walked into the door and it, well, she her car was still there and walked into the door, they were gone. Then I see her walk out of the garage and leave. So they had been staking out the house, looking outside, waiting until I got in my car, out of my car cuz I had been in there for a good 10 minutes just chilling listening to music cuz that's like my one release, my one safe area is my car. And, um, yeah. They were waiting for me to go inside, and then they went out through the fucking... Oh, there we go. I'm so sorry. Um, Out of the garage. And left. And you know what? It's their business. It's their choice. It's fine. Uh, There's a lot of other things involved, which I'm not ready to talk about. And, um, I'll probably also just make it its own episode and own little rant, but this is about the dependence and people-pleasing aspect we have with BPD, I suppose. Um, That's what happened with those two, which were, those were the big ones, of course, and then my ex was catastrophic. Um, Big, huge, enormous uh, hit to me, but... It was those three people they they were all I had really and I, I people please i I did the best i could i i don't I don't know really um where I'm going with this this really has turned into more of event, but not really event um I guess what I'm trying to say is. Well, you should know this, I guess, because uh, you have BPD, uh, but we depend on people, and what they say, what they do, we remember forever. And of course, there are the type of, of BPD where, um, you know, you end up bottling it up, or expressing it through art, or like me, you just kind of go off the rails for a bit, um, not in a bad way, like, just emotional fireball, um, and of course there's others who, you know, have bad, um, un- coping mechanisms, but of course if you're listening to this and you have that, no shame to you, I've been there, done that, um, I still have bad coping mechanisms, um, unsafe sex, all that, so, you know, I, I don't there are so many types of BPD. Anyway, what I'm trying to say is the majority of times we depend on these people to define us, to tell us who we are, and we really shouldn't. I know it's easier said than done. Um, and, you know, us as humans, again, we're we're made for companionship. And, oh my gosh, I didn't even tell you what my friend said um, in the very beginning of this, but... Um, my friends, my, my boss actually, she's one of the only friends I have left. Um, and she told me if they're a real friend, they won't leave for anything. And I'm so grateful to her. Um, and she also said, if They were meant to be in your life, they'll come back. And I know both of them sound really cheesy. And a third thing she said is that us humans are made to be with. To have a companion. But society, society dictates and tells us and through movie, TV show, all that. That it's going to be perfect. It's not going to be perfect. Not at all. It's going to be messy. It's going to be ups and downs and sideways and backwards. And it seems... It, it's impossible to take two completely different humans different ways the brain works different personalities different interests and just try to smush them into one individual you can't do that that is impossible and that is what everyone sees in all this pop culture and that's just not how it is and so we develop these bad coping mechanisms because we have no way we don't. We think it's not normal when we go through trial and error and all that, and it is. It's completely normal. Um, again, another cheesy comment. <laughs> try, try again. Um, you know, I like last December. I could tell my relationship with my ex was um, starting to, I don't know, get get become different. Um, I downloaded this app called Paired, which, by the way, uh, is a great app for couples. If you guys are listening for your significant other, or you have a significant other, it's a great app. Um, so I I bought um Paired Premium so we could share um and answer the questions and communicate because that is where we really don't know about communication, on both sides. Um, like I had no idea what they were feeling and. I overcommunicated my emotions too much, but didn't communicate like properly. So I let my jealousy fester and just zoom, you know, zoom out. Um, so you know, there's there's a lot of things involved, um, and you know that app really really helped. Um, not for us, unfortunately, our relationship ended before we could even talk about our answers. But what I'm trying to say is, I tried. And I tried my best. I did all I could. Um, could I have done better? Absolutely. Hindsight is twenty twenty. But as long as you're trying your best and you love this person. And you would do anything. Whether it's friendship, romantic, family, whatever. It's as long as you try your best. And it is still the person's choice to leave. There is nothing you could have done. Um, well, of course, you again still like try to figure out like if they tell you you did something wrong and stuff like that, but we can only do our best in this life, and I guess that's what I'm trying to say is we are entirely dependent on people, and society has this skewed image of how things should be, when in reality, it's not that way, and all we can do. Is our best, and hopefully recover. Um, I guess that's it. Um, I don't really have any advice, except that app is pretty good. Um, we, my ex and I managed to send a couple notes to each other, because that's one of the features, and um, that really, I, do, I just look back on them, I really shouldn't have. <laughs> um, but, yeah, they're still... My memories with them are still a great source of happiness, and that's another thing. Love is never the same way twice. And even when a person is gone, you can continue to love them. You can't get rid of feelings. Like I said in the beginning, I've moved on. I've moved on from that person. I know that they will never come back, not even as a friend. But I still love what we had and i appreciate it and it is sometimes the only source of happiness i have doesn't make me sad immediately after yes it does so i should probably <laughs> learn not to depend on that um, and i hope you guys don't either cuz oof that's a really sucky feeling but all right cool i'm i'm sorry i've rambled for a long time but that's my that's my two cents on this it's definitely if you made sense of it thank you for listening this whole time Uh, Because it is quite long and it was quite rambly and all over the place. I should really start writing down notes. (laughs) But um, thank you for listening. Hope you guys have a fantastic day. Bye!